0: there? I am great.
1: I'm outstanding as usual.
2: Great. Well, let's go through the housekeeping things and then we're going to pull in. We have um, two fabulous people that are going to share some things with us tonight um, about what they're doing and and they need our help. And so we're going to, to spread the love, spread the transformation by assisting, by helping them out. So we're going to bring them on here, shortly, but I want to just go over the housekeeping things. Um, Rodney, do you have the chat line open?
0: I do have the chat line open.
2: Great. Okay. All right, so with that the chat line is open for those of you who are listening online. You can you can comment, ask your questions there. If you are a registered follower, you'll be able to do that. If you are not, you can do that quick, simple tonight while you're listening and get in the chat line and get in on the conversation that way you can also dial 818-691-7406 to listen and or comment ask your questions you do have to select the number 1 if you want to come into the show live selecting the number 1 will will notify us here that you do have a question or comment keep in mind that um as always topics like this bring it brings the people out it increases the number so be prepared to uh give your Get your comment, ask your question, and be brief with uh, just giving your your thoughts about this. But we do want to hear, and if we don't have a lot of people in the queue to come in live, we're okay. We'll let you mm-hmm. you know say what you need to say. Um, but if it's not, if we do, then we'll want you to just kind of kind of get through it pretty quickly. We will identify your call by providing the area code that you're calling from and the last four digits again the area code and the last four digits of the number you are calling from. Um so that's our housekeeping things. The only thing left is so appropriate tonight and, and as you know as it is for every show, I really want to go over the trash can baby, our our transformation baby, our transformation concept. And as you know, we may have some new listeners tonight, but Butterfly Evolution is simply about transformation and it's about that Self, all those self things, your self-accountability, self-awareness, uh, holding yourself responsible for everything that has happened in your life. You may not have caused it to happen, but you are the sole, uh, I'll say breeder for, for what you allow it to do in your life. So take responsibility, accept accept that, move on, because as long as we have someone else to blame or we can put something on someone else, we are in most cases waiting for them to correct it or to make us feel better or to, to help us get over it. And sometimes people, they they just can't. They don't have what it takes because they're trying to get over or figure out a way to get over their own stuff. So one thing we do here is we ask people, and I know this works, if nothing else, but helps you think about transformation or what's going on in your life. Sound crazy for the new people, but what we ask you to do is, Move your trash can. I actually just moved mine again yesterday, and what I did last night was I passed the trash can from where I moved it to. I passed it going to where it was. So I'm starting over again here. But move, move your trash can, and in doing this, monitor, monitor how often you go back to where it was, where you moved it from. Um, what you will find is that, In most cases, you go back to where you moved it from. And when you do this, think about what else am I allowing in my life, um, people, things in my life, just because it's a habit. I'm accustomed to it. I'm comfortable with it, uh, regardless of bad or good. I've gotten comfortable with it, and I just know. I know what to expect. I know uh, what what I'm getting, what I'm going to get. And I think, again, so appropriate for this topic because in some instances, you guys, we settle for so much. Even when it comes to sex, we settle. You know, I hear people talk about, you know, the good sex, bad sex. Actually, we we were listening and got in a conversation about, um, you know, good sex, people settling. And and really, people will settle for bad sex just to have somebody in their life or to, to have something going on. So it's about so much more um, than good or bad. It's really about a mindset and where you are in your life and how you feel about yourself. So transformations as it relates to this topic, this subject, and your life and where you are is so important. So listen in, stay with us. Um, you know, we don't do butterfly evolution without God in any subject that we talk about topic. So, of course, Rodney and I will will be, you know, bringing that out too because that's where it, Everything starts and ends there for us. So move your trash cans. If you have some trash cans, stories, tell us. Um, so that's kind of our housekeeping thing. Rodney, anything? Did I leave out anything?
0: You have covered it all. Uh, uh, I love these introductions that, that, that you're on these past couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So, okay, let's get going because we have a show for you guys tonight, and we hope that you tune in. Mentally with us as well Um, So what we're going to do You guys We're going to We have two fabulous people As as we mentioned earlier We're going to bring Janae in first Janae are you with us? Yes Hello How are you? I'm great How are you doing? (laughs) We are wonderful We are wonderful Wonderful We want to hear What's going on with you And tell the audience uh, Who you are How they can connect with you And more importantly, what they can do for you right now to help you get somewhere, someplace. (laughs) Yes, well, my name is Janae Emily Utley. I am a holistic fitness maven. So what that means is I work to empower womenpreneurs to be fit, not only physically, but spiritually and mentally. I really try to pull in all those components because um, I know that's one of the reasons and the purposes that God has placed me on this earth. That's one thing that I'm passionate about. Um, just hearing me, seeing me, like, that really gets me going. I love it. Um, one thing that I realize is a lot of times, because I've been a personal trainer and a fitness instructor for close to seven years, and one thing that I noticed um, when I talk to my clients is that a lot of the reasons that they struggle is not for, um, you know, nutrition or physical ailments. It's really because they have certain mental blocks or certain emotional blocks. And so that, you know, the the manifestation of that is a weight gain, is a, you know, poor eating habit. So I know um, with that I love to pray with my clients and kind of guide them and mentor them into a situation where they realize it's it's so much more than just to work it out. It's so much more than, than the eating good. You have to be a whole person, and I really believe in the whole person fitness. So, um, now what has recently happened was I was selected as a semifinalist in the bodybuilding dot com body space model contest and um to make it to the next round I need votes. Um so that's kinda of why I'm here today to kinda of tell you what the contest is about and if you feel like, you know, I'm the person that uh, will be a great representative for that to vote for me. Um They have narrowed it down to 20 guys and 20 girls, and voting actually ends this Friday. So I'm, like, excited, and I'm nervous, and I'm praying. I'm like, you know, God, am I doing enough? Um, Because at the end of the day, um, and I kind of posted about this on my Instagram earlier, at the end of the day, I know that nothing is about me. I know that everything that I go through and what I do is to help
1: someone else. I might not always realize, like, the big picture or understand the big picture, but I, I know everything that I go through and that I do is not about me.
2: And I know that, you know, whatever position that I'm placed in, it's always going to be God number one. I don't care how uncomfortable it makes other people. I don't even care how nervous I am. <laughs> I heard somebody once say, you know, I'll, I'll speak even if my voice shakes. And that's so me. Like, and my voice will be trembling. But I'll i feel um, speak up and speak what I know is is right and know what I know to be true. Um, so yeah, did I did I answer all the, the questions? You did. We want you to get tell us how, and also we'll tell them how to find you on Facebook as well, because then they'll be able to see the fitness gym and, and just all that stuff. So tell us how we can vote, and and I I voted already. So and Kelly, can you vote more than once, or you can only vote once? You can vote more than once, but it has to be on different, like, uh, devices. So you can vote once from your computer, you can vote once from your iPad or tablet, and you can vote once from um, your phone. So you have the opportunity to vote three times, uh, just once from each
1: each device.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, tell us how to do that, and then, of course, I'll continue to post it, and then uh, tell people how to find your Facebook page or website or whatever so that they can maybe share it on their page. I saw Rodney shared it as well last week. So we'll just continue to keep sharing it. Um, but tell us how to do it and how to vote. Yes, to vote, you just go to bodybuilding.com, sports, sports, slash folks models. Um, and what will happen is you'll have to vote for five guys and five girls um you'll have to go for the five guys first and then the five girls last and you can't miss me kind of like what i said last week uh i'm the only african-american woman who made it through this round and i have like on this bright neon yellow bathing suit and this big like you know afro hair <laughs> so you can't miss me so bodybuilder.com forward slash model, and all of my social media is at the same handle youtube twitter facebook instagram my website everything is at the same handle and that the fitness gym and gym is spelled J E M is the acronym for my maiden name, Janae Emily Murphy. Um, so the fitness
1: gym at whatever. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same.
2: Okay. All right. And we'll post that again and please once you win come back and let us know what we can do next. And I said when you when you win. <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm so, I'm so I just, nervous and so excited I'm like, oh my God, it's five days left But thank you so much, I really do appreciate it You're welcome And I just want to say to you And, and I know I've said it, maybe not directly to you But you, you inspire me, number one Because you're so young and vibrant And you are getting it right Because you are loving on God At such a young age And I, I just know that that's going to make A difference in your life So thank you keep doing what you're doing, don't change for anybody, don't give God up for anybody or anything. Keep him first. That's what I want to Thank say. Thank you too.
3: so much. That means so
2: much. It really does. Thank you so much. you are, you are so welcome. You're so welcome. Okay, well you guys now go vote and I'm gonna put that out on the on the my page um as well and when you see it there, share it on your page and ask your your fans to do the same. I just love to see people going after uh, their passion and their purpose uh, is so fulfilling. I believe that when we can operate in perfect passion, it will help you not even want to just have sex, just to have sex, because you you feel so fulfilled. So again, and to have God in it as well, you cannot go wrong. So I told y'all we were gonna put God in here. Now you can think you'd hear hear about him, but you will. So thanks again, Janae, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing the good news. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And today, if you don't mind, select the number, if you're going to stay listening, select the number one once I put you back in queue. That way, if you have something to share on this topic tonight, if you're going to stay and and listen to the show, select the number one when I take you out of queue. And that way, when you get ready to come back in, we'll know that you've selected the one to comment or ask a question, okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay, now we have one more, and then we're going to get right into the show. so y'all just bear with us, and I'll promise you will, you will certainly enjoy this topic and this uh, conversation. Okay, Dr. Patterson? Dr. Patterson, are you in with us?
4: Yes, I'm here. Sorry.
2: No, that's okay. Thank you. How are you tonight?
4: I'm wonderful. are you?
2: We're doing fabulous, fabulous. We want to know yeah, about I was
4: listening to your last I was listening to your last guest. she was so energetic it just moved the spirit in me. I hope I can be as energetic as she is
2: <laughs> she is she is so passionate about what she does and about life and and just promoting she is she is that way it just shines right. like her spirit shines so tell us who you are and uh, and about your new your newly released book, and um we'd like to have you back on you know for to do a show as well to talk about your book and Rodney Jordan is on. You didn't I don't think you got a chance to or he didn't get a chance to hear your conversation the other night. But but tell us who you are and how we can learn more about your book and order the book as well.
4: Okay. Um I'm I'm Dr. Kenneth Patterson. Um and I wrote a book called I Am Two. Um I was moved to write this book uh, by my young son. I have an 11 year old son, and he's he's so much like me. It's it, it, it's scary, um, and you know his 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 life is so different than how I grew up. And the, the inspiration to this book was I wanted to I wanted to share my story with him. And in the course of writing this book, you know he, he, the spirit touched me that you know this is a story that many uh young men of color could benefit from um like so many i grew up uh in inner city of uh, west baltimore um with all the uh drama and negativity that comes with that you know the, the drugs and the violence and all the things you hear about and all those stereotypical things that i that i was able to rise above and how I got out of it, and how I I was able to to move forward and be successful in, in life was, it was a story that that you know, like I said, in the course of writing it, it it it, it dawned on me that this is a story that many could benefit from. How I did it is 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 you know, there's no there's no magic that happened here. It was it was it was having great mentors and and me having the ability to listen. And that, that you know, while it seemed so easy to me, it was difficult, but it seemed so easy to me like there was some big secret to it, and it really isn't. So I, I just took pen to paper and I put that down. And now I think I have a story in, in a book that, that many people should listen to and, and and try to read and understand that there's a way out. You don't have to have a, a wicked jump shot or or be a, a phenomenal rapper to, to be able to get out of the hood, so to speak, so that, that that's kind of the gist of my story and 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 now the book we released the book last night we had our launch party last night in Atlanta, and it was uh it was a beautiful event. a lot of people showed up, a lot of people got copies of the book, and everyone commented on on you know how relevant the story was to their own lives, so I'm excited about it wonderful,
2: and how can what's the best way? to purchase the book, and, and I say the best way that benefits you both financially um, and number-wise as well, what is the best way for people to purchase the book? What what way?
4: Well, we we got the book on uh, Amazon.com, so you can go to Amazon and you can search by my name, Dr. Kenneth Patterson, or you can search by the title of the book. The book is I Am 2, T-O-O, I Am 2. It's also on uh Barnes and Nobles.com, and you can use those same search parameters. Or you can go to my publisher's website, which is uh, www.outskirtspress.com, uh, O U T S K I R T S press dot slash I M two. That'll be a capital I A M T O O. So, outskirtspress.com, slash I M two. And those are, the, those are the three ways that you can get the book online.
2: Wonderful, and I will post that on our uh, page as well. Um, So, Rodney, any questions for for Dr. Patterson?
0: Uh, No, not at this time, but I look forward to talking to him. I hope that we can connect uh, in the near future.
2: Right. I hope so as well,
0: Rodney. I hope so as well.
2: Dr. Patterson, Rodney is a a two-time author. Um, His last is from the heart of a teacher. So he's he's a teacher and just giving back in that way. And the, the
4: first one is Part of Black and it's a phenomenal book as well. Oh, awesome. Rodney, I'd like to I'd like to read that. So let's let you and I <laughs> let you and I connect and share some share some author secrets. I I'd definitely like to read your book. Most I'm, definitely. All, I'm all about giving back and helping out helping out our community. So that that's a great thing you did.
0: I do appreciate it, sir. Thank you so much.
2: Okay, so and I'll you, give hey, Rodney. I would, my would like for you
4: guys to also join my uh, – uh, give me a like on Facebook as well. The book is the book is on Facebook as well. Just search my IM2 on Facebook and link up that way.
2: Okay, I did that the other night, but we'll share it and ask people to, to like the page, and I'll give Rodney your contact information.
4: Okay, that'd be good. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, and again, if you're going to listen in, um, when I take you out of queue, if you will select the number one so that it pulls you out. And if you want to come back in with a question or comment, just reselect the number one, okay?
4: Will do. Thank you again.
2: Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, Let's, I brought you back in, Rodney. I'm sorry I took the wrong one out. All right, let's get into tonight's topic, uh, which is why, everyone, the lines are are just blowing up, I guess, here. We have a lot of people that just kind of called in, and, again, this type of show always does it. Uh, it brings the people out. We want you to stay out because at the the end of the day, what we what we think we need to fix, the way that we need to fix it, is not the way to fix it. Um, I was talking with someone today, Rodney, and I, I mentioned how if, if we worked as much as, as establishing that relationship with God, then our, our our this life wouldn't be so complicated. This this life of trying to figure out if we have to sleep with this person or sleep with this person to get this or to get what we want or to establish this type of relationship. It not saying that you won't have some problems. But I promise you, it's, it's just not as complicated as we make it to be. It's kind of like what Dr. Patterson just said. If we, if we would just listen, and the first thing, in my opinion, I'm speaking for me, to listen to, and abide by, is the word of God. I, I mean, it's just it's that simple. So, um, Rodney, I've talked enough, so you get us going tonight. And if not, I have plenty to, to start us out with, but I've talked enough. So you got anything you want to throw out? And we do have Val in with us. Thank you, Val. This is her second time talking with us on the show, just
0: coming in and helping us out here. So, anything, Rodney? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this scripture, and, and, and then I'm gonna jump into it that way. And I hope that the the callers will um will definitely be active tonight and, and definitely join the conversation and not just sit back. But uh, the scripture I wanna I wanna bring out is First Corinthians six, uh, the sixth chapter, the fifteenth verse, and the sixteenth verse. And it says, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot, or the members of a prostitute? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. And again, that's 1 Corinthians six fifteen and 16. And just as Tammy just said, it all traces back to God. It all traces back to the word. But clearly in the Bible it tells you that when you have sex with anybody, but it but, but it but it makes mention to a prostitute. When you have sex with a prostitute, you are now one with that prostitute. You, you are now a part of that prostitute, and that prostitute is a part of you. It doesn't matter which word you use if you have sex if you have random sex with a one night fan, you are now a part of that one night fan. It doesn't matter if you don't know that person's name. So many people have had have had babies because of one night fan. They went out and uh maybe they got drunk and ended up going home with somebody or somebody came home with them, next thing you know, they're having sex, here comes a baby. You may not even know that person's name or only saw them or was with them that one night, never see them or hear from, from them again, but you are a part of that person. And the reason why you are connected to people through sex is because sex is not just a physical thing. It takes physical body parts to, to make the act happen. But if you do your research, there's so much more to sex than just physicality. Sex includes your soul. So when you try to figure out, well, what's wrong with me? Or why is it that I'm acting this way? Why is it that I'm off? Why why is it that my kids are this way? You, Every person you have sex with, is now inside of it, and, and Sam, is, I love that picture that you posted With the uh, that, that golden image of a woman And all of those men's heads sticking out of her Because we don't realize Who is living within us Because one thing about souls When souls connect It's not the same as a physical connection You can let go of physical stuff you know, just like that old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Uh, words hurt. <laughs> words actually, because physical stuff—you put a bandaid on it, put some peroxide on it, you good to go. But the mental part of it, the 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 spiritual part of it, now all of a sudden, you're with somebody who doesn't want to commit to you, doesn't want to, mm-hmm. doesn't want to get married. You can't seem to let him go, or you, you're, you're having sex with one person, but yet you've got somebody else on your mind. Sex is a powerful, powerful thing. And it started out as a good thing, but man has perverted sex and has made so many sexual acts ugly in the presence of God. That's my introduction.
2: Okay, Miss Val.
0: All right, all right. Well,
1: um, I don't have too much to say because I'm really, really interested in hearing what uh, the callers are going to be speaking on tonight. But uh, before we do get too far in the show, because I believe God doesn't do anything in vain and everything, every word that he gives is a seed sown unto, you know, the individual who receives it. I ask that everybody just before you even, you know, participate or anything, just say a little silent prayer to yourself because here as we speak and the things that we speak and the things that the cause may speak, it's an opportunity for those who are bound in this situation, which is a lot of us, it's going to give a lot of us the opportunity to be delivered from this thing or to get that keystone of that help needed to get to that next place to break themselves of these ties, which have these ungodly ties which have kept them into a bondage. So although I do have uh, much more to say, um, I'm gonna let you go ahead and work the show, Tammy, and hopefully as the show goes on, I'll be able to comment on some things which God bless me, uh, to come into knowledge with, you know, throughout the show.
2: Okay, okay, great. Well I'll start um with with kind of going back to what Ronnie said about sex it's not a physical thing, not just a physical thing, and and that do your research is what he what he said there, um, and it includes that includes your soul. And what I want to want a couple of things. Number one, for, for sure, it is not a a physical thing. In my in my opinion, it is more or should be more more mental. Um, and I think it is, but we miss that. We see, and like Rodney said, the world has just converted it into something that we have given into. Um, I want you to think about this for a minute. Imagine, have you ever been in a position where someone, or a situation where someone walks into the room and you feel their energy, their or You feel either negative or positive. You feel that energy. Now, think about the feeling that you get just from that person walking into a room. Now imagine the body fluids exchanging in that closed area. Imagine that. Imagine this, that two people get together and with with what they put out, if you want to call it sex, we'll call it sex tonight, what they put out during, during this makes, a life it creates life babies imagine that so that is the power that we're talking about imagine what you give what i give as a man or woman you whatever creates life imagine the simplicity of someone walking in the room and you feel their energy sometimes people can call you on the phone and you feel their energy So we're energy And it and it gets out So let's just start there And then from there I want to go here And Rodney Val, stop me anytime Don't let me go forward without If you have something to say about something I say So I, I, I want to put this out Because more and more I'm hearing More men talk about I really just don't even want sex anymore and these are not men who are I'll say that who are trying to go to the other side. These are men I've heard men just say, you know what, it's just too much of it. Everywhere. Women don't you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to ask for it. I had one guy and I'll use his, his uh comment to me. He says that there's a a he t- taken this lady out a couple of times and she expected him to want sex after the third or fourth date I believe it was the third but I'll say third or fourth she expected him to want this from her and because he did not she says are you gay is something wrong with you and he was <laughs> just like are you serious and so I hear young young people saying I just don't, again I just don't want it anymore and this guy is my age we actually graduated together did not see each other for a very long time and just, just casually met for lunch and um, Sharing that conversation, so that's 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 deep to say that to to hear that me- it's so much it's so prevalent in this world that men who are really supposed to be the you know the ones who are driven by it are saying just just that's okay, just no just stop just no more so that says we have totally in my opinion we're out of we are totally out of out of sync here first of all when it comes to that. And we don't see it as what God intended for it to be. But here's another point from from this particular guy. He said he, he found himself, of course, this is going to be a difficult process to just stop if that's what he's been doing. So he found himself asking God during his quiet time, why would you make something so, something so great, so um, bad for us? And what his answer, the answer that he got was that, it's not sex that's bad. It's what sex keeps you from seeing. And he thought about that for a little bit, and he started thinking about his life, uh, the people that he had shared had sex with, and he realized that a great number of the women who he had decided to have sex with, had he waited a little bit longer, gotten to know them, he said I wouldn't have wanted to spend a day with them. I wouldn't have wanted to be in a bed with them. But because he jumped into it, sex might have been good, he continued on. But it made him miss so many things because he wasn't, at that time, ready to miss the bed. But once he started missing the bed, he was able to see more clearly of what was really going on. So I thought that was interesting. Um, What he got out of it is not sex. It's what sex makes you miss or or maybe ignore is, is a better word. So any thoughts, comments on that, Val, Um,
0: Rodney? And our lines are open as well. Uh, well, I think we have some people to come back in. Rodney, Val, are you there with us? I am still here. I'll let Val go
1: ahead. Okay. Well, um, as you were speaking, uh, not too long, just a few minutes ago. I'm sorry. I'm trying to move around. Um, As you were speaking, it reminded me of that picture which I had uh, posted on Facebook. Of the lady And with her insides being ripped open She had all these different faces From different souls Of men who she had been sexually active with You know And they began to Well they began to deteriorate her body Her body wasn't even In the solid skin form anymore So I'm sorry Um, What I'm getting at is When you have Sexual ties to someone What happens is From my own personal understanding It all starts in your past And from your past Because of different things That are implanted into you As you get older it seems to be That that structure begins to play a part In who you are as an adult Even the things that you begin to search for Even in identifying And looking for a mate And sometimes if we're not careful What we do is We can find ourselves getting a blessing from God that was divinely given for us, but we could take that blessing and apply it for the need of the flesh. I use this as an example. Um, In the Bible, the story of Leah, and the story of Leah uh, and Jacob, you know, Leah was, if you want to say, unloved. So what did God do? God blessed her twice, first of all. We're going to start with the first two babies. God opened her womb twice. Because he's seen that she was unloved, And each time that Leah got that baby, which was a blessing for God, for her, each time Leah turned around and said, well, I know because I got this baby now, my husband for sure is going to love me. And each Ooh. time Leah was let down. So here it is. Leah is feeding out this rejection, which her father gave her from her going up. And now she's getting the same rejection from her husband. So here it is. She's taking this thing from God, which God has given divinely to build her up to fulfill her flesh and to make her happy. What happens is a lot of times that we in the flesh, we try to make flesh complete us, but flesh can never ever be a completion of us because guess what? When you become one with that flesh, as soon as that flesh break down and as soon as that flesh go down, guess what? You're been to fell down with it. That's why God needs mm-hmm. us not to put our trust inside of man in that order. Now, here it is. I'm going back, I'm kind of jumping back and forth, but I'll just bear with me. Y'all catch where I'm going. I'm going back to the picture of the woman and the souls all inside of her. And in the picture, it said, have you ever wondered how God sees your soul? And sometimes because we haven't dealt with those demonic demons from our past, those, those lies, those labels, those influence upon us from our past, things that deteriorate the idea of where God is trying to get us to, we have fed into those lives that have become a play a part of us as an adult. So before we know it, we make a self-conscious decisions based off what we have experienced in our past, and that's why you find yourself in that repetitive motion. And you sometimes you say, oh, I, you just break up with this guy and you find that the next guy's like that, or vice versa, the woman, the next woman is like that. So here it is, you find yourself in a repeating motion because of those soul ties from your past, because of things from your from your childhood which you have not dealt yet with. So my Solution in all of this is First for you to Identify the Inconsistent message What that is is that's lies And labels and different things That people have told you Or put up on you whether it be friends, Whether it be family members whether it be lovers Anything throughout your life that has Put a negative label upon you That would change your identity from the Godly identity which God has given you Because here's the thing If you don't ever change your message, you're never going to get a change in your life. Therefore, you have to yield to the spirit, man. Here it is. You know, you can say, oh, well, I've gone to counseling and, you know, different things like that. But here it is. When you're dealing with a subject matter such as this, you're trying to get the carnal things to fix the spiritual things, and it's not going to work. You can take all your blood and bone and try to put it into fixing this the scenario, but it's not because there's something internally going on within you, and that's God. That's God working within you eternally who you need in order to be able to break these ties. You know, here it is. You can be in a, in a situation, but if you don't have the right word to break that tie, then you're going to continue to stay in that bondage. Or, worst case scenario, you can, God can deliver you from a thing, and because it's too early for that deliverance, Here it is, you didn't let that thing right back in inside you, and here it is, that thing that came back seven times stronger and got some friends along with them. So now here it is, that one soul tie that might have started off as a smaller thing, it's a bigger thing. And before you know it, you're steady picking and pulling at all these different individuals that's out there in the world. You're picking and pulling based off those notions. And when you do that, you destroy yourself. You destroy your future, and here it is, you can even destroy your family. Uh, the second thing that I would advise everybody to do is to acknowledge the lie. You have to confess the iniquity. You have to get the lies out and, and the reality in. Because what happens is when you study pulling on that lie from your past, when you study pulling on things that were told you, the things that would take take away from you as the man or woman of God, and some people, uh, I don't know, I just have to say that some people put the man and woman of God in such a, a Bible format, but What I mean when I say that is is that spiritual man Because that spiritual man is not going to be tied to the carnal things of the flesh Those bondages So I'm talking about your spirit man of freedom When I speak of the man and woman of God So with that, um, what happened is after you acknowledge And then you reject your past What happened is you begin being able to To build up, you're casting down that imagination, you'll be able to build up that spiritual ties that's needed, the good godly ties that's needed to break those ungodly ties from your sexual immorality, which you have been involved in and bound to based off the structure of your past. Bam, bam. I think you
0: hit on some very some very hard points there.
1: I know it was everywhere, but I try. I'm a horrible speaker, but I'm a great writer. I promise y'all.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, keep, keep speaking the way that you do. I, I, I think you I think you've touched on on a lot of uh, very important things.
2: Fabulous, and that's what I mean by these young people today who are who are searching and doing God. They are on fire. Belle is another young, and I know they probably hate when I say that, but I see y'all as just young and vibrant ladies who love God, and that is so inspiring to me. And I just pray that other young women catch on and, and we just be able to, because to, I think the more we do this, the more of us that come together and try to get it right. Uh, just like it's easy for people to catch on to what's, what's wrong and be conformed to the world, then let's change it. Let's make this more popular. And that's what changes things. There's so much you said, and I tried to keep up with But There's there's one thing I do want to go back to. You mentioned the inconsistent message um, that people have poured into our lives or that they do pour into our lives uh, consistency, con- consistently. And the, the the one person I think we really need to – Make sure that uh, we we eliminate that inconsistent message itself. You have to. If and you mentioned how God sees your souls, a lot of people. If we if we've been there, done that. If we've had a few too many that that we think um, has made us unworthy. Sometimes even that alone will keep you away from um, keep you from going forward. I would say it almost will keep you doing what you're doing because you feel like. It's too late. So get rid of the inconsistent. I love that the way you said that, that inconsistent message. Make sure that you know who you are and who you are and that you can stand before God on any day clean as clean as a whistle. And confess confess all that. Get rid of all that and start fresh. And when you do that, people... And the reason I want to go there because again, like I said, you can think that coming on here, listening to this is going to change you when you get off of this get off of this show. Absolutely not. What you hear is not going to change, Going to be the thing that changed you. Even what you go out and do, will you can go out and take all the action you want, and I'll, I'll stand on this. Without the word of God and your obedience, your desires changing, your heart changing, knowing who you are and who you are, you will, you will step away from, from sex for a month or two. And something will come along and remind you of such a place, such a time, some person, and you'll be right back in that thing without God. And that's, that's I'm, I will stand on that. If you find another way to make it work, come back on here and tell us. But it, it it just it leaves it leaves so much on you as I was searching this topic um even I was sharing with Val before the show and some other people today, I just I just sat in my floor last night because you, we it's so much that we think we understand, so many things that happen in our lives, so many things that we feel like I know all about this, I know. But you guys as I was searching what happens to your body even before you get into the act of sex what 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 things happen in your body, the way your body, body starts to transition, your mind. It says that at a certain level in, in, in sex that your mind becomes just like someone who's addicted to hearing. There's parts of your brain that just kind of shuts down. And when you start to think about that, I mean, all I can do is just sit on my floor and just ponder on some things. I mean, really. And so I'm thinking, wow. And so for me, when I say, when, when you guys hear from me on this show, I'm not teaching. I am learning. I started out thinking I'm going to go help some people, and I realized that I was the one on the couch. I'm the one need a lot of help in many of these subjects. So it's like you learn so much, but when you, when you start to research, I think Rodney said when we came on, start to research things that you want to change in your life, turn off the TV sometimes. Pick up a book instead of Googling and being on Facebook and Googling mess. Google some things that you're going through in your life and read up about how you can change it. And if you don't want to do that, get the Bible or whatever it is you read. Get that out. But that will we will not we cannot change this on our own. If you've been there, done that, you cannot just flip the script just like that. Consistently. But what you will start to do is you will start to see your body as a temple. You will start to see your body as you, yourself, as valuable. And sex won't even be part of your vocabulary unless it comes after love. It won't be part of your vocabulary. you would be like, what is that? Just like some of these men are saying, we don't even want it anymore. Ladies, that speaks to us. That speaks volumes for us. You have young people who are in high school, young men who say, who women, the young girls are chasing them. What is it they're searching for? So they're going to look just like this picture at 25, 26, because what they're going to realize, all the sex in the world has not cured me. All the babies in the world has not made me whole. All, all, it time,
0: does is, I, all it does is add weight, Tammy. It
2: does. It goes like that picture. It just adds all of these things to you, in you, and you, especially our young girls, and that's why I say to hear time and time again, I've heard men from age sixteen to twenty, twenty, all up. same, we just—it's not the same. So that means we are giving it up, like I don't know what. And I posted that picture out. Hearts are rarely broken when legs are kept closed. And we got some feedback on that because I feel I do believe that there's a difference when, when women. There's a difference. I won't say just all over. But especially our young girls, when they open their legs, and, I, and I've asked my young girls to, to listen in, I mean young ones that I've worked with, college age and some high school, to listen to this show tonight. And so I'm just going to keep it real because you guys are keeping it real on the outside. So I'm not sugarcoating it tonight. You need to hear this. When Most cases, when women, young girls are opening their legs, they are looking for love, they are looking for some type of attachment. They're thinking you're gonna choose me. I'm going to be your baby. I'm gonna. We're gonna get together, stay together, and then most of them have already been broken because we know what's going on within the homes today. Very few, very few homes have fathers in them. Very few young girls feel or, or have what they need when it comes emotionally from from, from fathers and men. And I and I, and, and I don't feel that most men are aware how much influence they have in that area on even women of my age, and I'm 46 years old. So it's it's, it's deeper than just sex. It's deeper than just going out on a date and the third date. You're you're ready for sex, and then three. If you get to number four, you're you're already on disconnecting you're already on the road to saying, you know, this really ain't what I thought. So let's take some callers. We have a caller. Um, and Dr. Patterson and Danae, I know I see that you're in queue, so if you did not select the number one, please select that number one now that will pull you out of queue. If you don't if you do have a question or a comment, leave it like it is and we'll pull you in. So let's go to the way we're going to identify the call. Um,
0: uh, let's go to, did I just lose them, Rodney? I, mean, I did. Oh, I'm we have, sorry. Tammy, we have 770 area code, and last four digits are 7949. That's
2: <laughs> what I was looking for. There we go. Great. Thank you, Rodney. Okay, we just pulled 770
3: so, Hi.
5: Hi. How hi. are
3: you? I'm good. How are you guys doing?
5: We're doing well. Perfect.
3: Good, good, good. Um, I just wanted to pretty much um, respond to um, the messages that I've been listening to tonight. Um, first, I would just like to say I appreciate you guys having the call. Um, it's definitely needed. Um, I must admit that um, I am one of those people that have been delivered from uh, an addiction and that's addiction of some you know, of sex. It's um definitely um I heard someone say that it goes back to their past, um, what may have happened to them in their past. Um sometimes you have situations where um someone may have been molested um, or a family member or you know someone that's very close to the individual that may have done something to them that caused them to turn to that. Um, Also, um, I do believe in generational curses. Um, It comes from uh, your parents or your grandparents. Um, I have definitely experienced some of that um, in my past. And... um, I just want to say that you know a lot of times we just have to do rely on God and I would say do a complete detox, do a complete spiritual detox um that's definitely needed there's um I heard somebody say something about um if you you may stay away from it for about a month or two and then you end up going back, and that's absolutely true. you end up going back. Um you have to go back through the rehab process um, it's very very it's a very interesting situation um i'm I'm very grateful that I've been delivered from from that um but it's still a daily struggle for myself i'm thirty three years old um you would think at this time in my life that it wouldn't be so difficult, but it still is um i have I still have a daily struggle with it, so I mean, I really appreciate you guys um having the call on tonight. um I'm literally shaking because I mean, just sitting here listening to the topics, and um it just it hits home, you know, so just want to say thank you. I'm gonna to continue to listen in and, um, Carla, can we ask you a question do
2: are you up for a question and? It's, sure. Okay, and and I want to say thank you for, for, number one, coming on, because there's so many young people, old people, who, who just needed to hear what you say, what you said tonight. Trust me, it's needed, because when you mention addiction, some people may not look at it as, as an addiction, um, and you mentioned it comes from it could come from molestation, uh, generational curses, and, and just so much, and you mentioned the spiritual detox, so I want to ask you. Um, I guess when did you realize? At what what point in your real in your life did did you realize this is an this has become an addiction to me? When did you realize it? And then what were some of the steps that you took and that you take daily to to just keep the course? Um, I think I realized about three
3: years ago um, mm-hmm. that it was truly an addiction. Uh, I was brought up in the church, so my my mom would have me at church quite often. So it wasn't that I didn't know any better. Um, it's just something, as, as you said earlier, you know, sometimes you're looking for love in all the wrong places. And, unfortunately, that's what I was doing. I was looking for love in all the wrong right places. And I end up with, oh, wow, I'm not going to give out the number over the phone, but, um, you know, I end up in a lot of situations that I could have truthfully avoided. Um, some of the things that helped me, um, number one, going to church, um, was very important, going to church and listening to my pastor. And no one really knew that I was dealing with this until I personally shared it. I mean, if you look at me, you would never think that that was the situation, but I was struggling on a daily basis, you know, going to hear the word every Sunday, but then of course while I'm in church or as soon as I'm getting out of church or either um late that night, you know, I have somebody coming into my house. You know, I had to get that fixed. So, um, I would say I had to pray and ask God to, you know, take the taste from my mouth. Um, it was that strong. I had to pray, but at the end of the day, you have to want that thing for yourself. If you don't want it for yourself, it's not going to happen. But I remember um, in the past where I had to, you know, it's it's just like the same as you're being going through drugs. Like if you're a crackhead, you know, using that for an example, you know, I would go through the phases of, the itching, and had to take the brush and just scratch my skin, and take the knife and just scratch my skin because I was going through. I needed that fix. But I remember God telling me to place four Bibles at my the head of my bed, the foot of my head, foot of my bed, and then on the two sides. And He said that every time you get a phone call or you feel you need that fix, I need you to pick up your Bible and read. And that's what I did, and you know that helped. Also listening to a lot of praise and worship music. Um, I used to sing with Tiara Sheard. So, of course, listening to one of her songs, um, Free, that helped me. Um, Listening to a lot of Leandrina Johnson's music. That's another person I used to sing with. And, you know, the two of them, you know, just listening to their praise and worship music, I mean, it has brought me out of, you know, um, a lot of things that I've been dealing with in my past.
2: Wow. Um, just, uh, before Rodney and Val may have something, but I want to suggest something. And if if you're, do, do you like reading? I do. Okay. If you're okay with it, and you can send me a message on uh, Facebook. And if you're not ready now, you can let me know because of course sending the message will let me know who you are. And, and I we okay. we don't you know do all that. So when you're ready, but I'd like to give a book to you. And I recommend it for 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 women and men as well because it's a book that is written by a husband and wife and it's called God Chicks and the Men They Love, and it's by Philip and Holly Wagner, I believe the authors are. But whenever you're ready for it, send me a message on Facebook, um, and or you can if it's better for you, if it's better for you to just email me and say send the book here, if you, or however you want to do it or. Just let me know some kind of way we can work it out. Um, but I'm on Facebook, Tammy Gator. You can find me on Facebook that way, or you can uh, you can give me a call, 901-830-6088, 901-830-6088. And you can always go back and listen to the um, message and get that number, or send me an email. However you want to do it uh, through the show. But I would I would give that book to you. Um, I've given it to a number of girls and and actually have read it with. One in particular, we read it together And discussed it um, after we Finished each chapter So I'd love to do the same uh-huh. with you it is, it is phenomenal, but it's God Chicks And the men they love And the, the husband and wife team He writes a one pager Because that's just how men do it So she writes a chapter and he writes one page That sums up the chapter So that, it's a that's phenomenal. how we do
0: it, one page That's one
2: all you one get one is one, one page that's Sammy. why we need you guys so y'all just, This is how it is and that's all. You can do that, but this is how it is. So it's a phenomenal book, and I just want to commend you for, again, coming on sharing your story. I hear your passion. Uh, and, and, and there's one more thing. Allow God mm-hmm. to use you in that area because there are, there are so many girls that, that just need somebody that understands that. They're looking for love in all the wrong places. And you could be that one to say, "Honey, i raised ready hand." Let me tell you a few things. Let me show you where I am now. So, you said that to look at you, people would not have known, and that's that's mm-hmm. a lot of people around today. A lot of people you think about what you said, and that And you're probably looking at some people today who are going through that same thing, and they think if they own you. So pray about it and decide what 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 and when and how you'd like to do it. But allow if you feel like it and you you're up to it, you know, just just start something small, just because again, you're not alone. You are not alone. So thank you again. Val, uh, Rodney, anything?
0: Um, I'll I'll just say this uh, for now. Uh, first of all, thank thank you to the caller uh, for being bold enough to to, to share her her story uh, to to share her testimony. Um but sexual addiction is is a powerful thing um it's real, and a lot of times uh people have that addiction i think and don't mm-hmm. even realize that they have that addiction um, mm-hmm. or don't see or don't see anything wrong with it um especially especially males um, a, a a lot of times society cuts men up uh, uh, some slack or gives men a pass uh, for having multiple sex partners, you know, whereas a woman is it, automatically labeled a whore. But, but a man, you know, it, it's all good for a man. But we just don't realize what we are doing to um, our bodies. We don't realize what we're doing to our minds. Um, and I see that we have another caller, so I'll keep it short. But I want to get into something uh after I call her um after Val has had a chance to to respond, um uh, about a study that was done by by some professors at Rutgers uh at, at Rutgers University um in regards to just you know the power of sex and what it does to your mind cool. and your brain. Wonderful. Wonderful
2: all right. Well, Carla, thank you again. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. And if you feel the need to, we're going to keep going, so we'll take you out of queue. And if you don't mind, once I take you out, if you'll select, the, once you're here, you're now out of queue, then select the number one because it, it takes you out of queue. You can still listen. You don't have to hang up. But if you have another comment, then you press the number one, and that lets them know you want to come back in. But hope you'll stay on and listen. And, again, thank you for your courage, Um and if, and if we can be of any assistance, um, just, just reach out to them. okay? I will.
1: Thank you. I appreciate
3: Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, I, mean, I think I've gotten so used to say,
2: you see you doing
0: this? <laughs> so I, I got it. I got it. I'm okay. on it.
2: You got it. Can you pull that person I'm, in for me?
0: I'm on it. Uh, we're going to okay. bring in our next caller from area code 404. The last digits are one zero three seven. Caller, you are on the air. What's this. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing,
6: Brandon? What's going on, Tammy? What's going on, cousin? This is Bo. Hey, hey Bo. Hi. What's
0: happening, man? <laughs> I
6: y'all cousin. Oh, kind of... <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, hold yes. on. must
2: not be on tonight. Oh,
6: did
0: we win? Did we win
2: tonight?
5: Ah, <laughs>
0: don't do that. Do not Do that. <laughs> my 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 man, my man from the motherland, Mister Bowens, on
6: with us. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm telling
6: you, man. You know, I'm saying, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I've been trying to just, uh, you know, I've been going through it um, with this, this, this knee and everything. You know, that surgery been having me down, and this change of weather over in Atlanta is not making it any better. Well, I'm talking about, who Jesus um these these pins and rods and things but we ain't gonna complain we gonna give God the glory, you know what I mean?
0: Thank God. Amen to that brother.
6: Yeah. So I, I'm tuning in to uh to uh to y'all with y'all tonight and I was just you know just started listening uh to what was going on and uh we got a hot topic going on right here. <laughs> yes.
5: a, a, real,
6: a real hot topic you know my thoughts on the matter is um it's similar to what Rodney was saying you know what i mean um it is it it is a problem and and in a lot of marriages it's a problem also um because uh there you have you know women you know that have gotten married and you know a lot of times uh you know a woman feels like well, should i say um it's not all about the sexual aspect. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes women just want to be held. Sometimes they just want to cuddle. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to be known for their mind. A lot of them want to be known for their mind. They want to be known as a person and not an object. Um, so a lot of relationships, a uh, personal embed on just you know, the sexual aspect of the relationship because that's what they enjoy. You know what I mean? Um, and then the woman, you know what I'm saying, she'll succumb, you know, to, you know, to to do, you know, have sex or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, you don't want to be known just for that part. You know what I'm saying? And when a man can't get it every night or every other night or this, that, and the other because, you know, you, you're wearing my body down, you, you know, you're tearing me. The pieces, you know, as progress, um, then that man will start to seek other areas. And that happens both with male and female. You know what I'm saying? And, Not knowing that that's that's an addiction. That's a sexual addiction when you have to have it like that, whether you be male or whether you, you know, a female. Um, And it's a problem in a lot of marriages, you know what I mean, a lot of relationships, period, but mainly in a lot of marriages because there when you have that that thought pattern that, hey, I can't get enough, you know what I'm saying, and you won't give me enough to satisfy me, now I'm going to venture out and uh, try to, uh, to quench my thirst, you know. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
6: There's no there's no, no line in between to say, well, hey, maybe he's tired or maybe she's tired, you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's not about me and my wants. It's about what we want, okay. Well, maybe I'll put it off until she feels like it. Let her ask me tonight or let him ask me tonight. You know what I'm saying? We, we, a lot of relationships don't have that fine line of divide to decipher when the other – or, or to say okay well I'm going to take this one for the team you know what I mean go and get you some rest
0: you know what I'm saying <laughs> I I I'm I'm going to jump in here real quick bo um, please do you know it's funny you know it, it, it's funny uh that you brought this up because I was doing some reading today and um you know I was trying to figure out we we know that the physical act impacts um the the, the mind the body you know the soul And so I, I said Well let me figure out Exactly where porn Comes into play And all of the reading uh, That I did today Everything that I found on porn it, You know it goes back to You know when you think about porn You mainly think about Men uh, When it comes to porn um, and And all of the studies that have been done Have found that the reason why men are are so into porn is because men have a desire to constantly see different sexual images. The problem is with porn it you get the same um effect meaning while you're you're taking all of these things into your spirit when you're having the physical act because again sex. Is more than just a physical thing.
7: Right
0: now, even when you're watching porn, you're taking all of that into you as well. And it and, it, and the things that I found talked about how it has actually ruined marriages. The fact that so many men are like this. But going back to something that Tammy said, now uh, it's not just the men uh, when it comes to Chasing the opposite uh, opposite sex for sex. Now the women are so hard after the men. And tell me, I'm glad that you brought that up earlier because I teach sixth graders, right? I teach sixth graders and Lord, in fifth grade they, they they are little angels. And then for some reason, when they get to sixth grade, all of a sudden they get hot in their pants. But the the boys are trying to play soccer. The boys are trying to play basketball, and the little girls just won't leave them alone. These little girls are just hot in their drawers, and they just running after these boys. Won't leave the boys alone. The boys ain't thinking about them, but they can't get away from these girls. And so, where traditionally men have been known as these huge sex addicts, now it is changing, and. You know, it's just become, like, it's become worse or more powerful, I should say, than it ever has been. And it's ruining marriages, it's ruining relationships. People can't seem to get on track. You got kids in high school, middle school, even some kids in elementary school being exposed to sex, and people just can't seem to figure out, why they're lost all the time? What they are missing in their lives? Why there's this voice, you know? And it's because they've opened their 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 hearts and their minds to something that now they can't figure out how to close that door.
2: Hey Rodney and 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 Bo, I have I want to come in real quick because I, I have a couple of things. When, Rodney, what you just said, my opinion on this. We were taught. I remember, and Rodney, we talked about this. I think on the show. I remember um, li- being a little girl, and if we had on dresses and things like that, you were told to keep close your legs. You have on a dress. You were. We were taught to respect ourselves and our bodies. And if we didn't have a daddy, my dad wasn't in my life like he should have been. Like he was. He was present. But he was not in my life, and so, in, in the sense of that, I needed him to be. Now, that's because I don't want to put a bad word on my dad. He wasn't the he wasn't the dad that I needed him to be. But I had a granddad, his dad, and I and maybe with him being young, maybe that's why he felt like I I don't have to you know I could just I'm here, but she's taken care of she's good. I had his dad, and then I had his sister's husband. Was like my dad as well. I spent every summer with them, and they they talked to me. They told me that loved me. They 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 made me feel valuable. Um, and so, so many of our young girls have missed out on that. And you add to just like our last caller said, molestation. Um, general and general, I'll say generational curses as well. You add just the world. The disconnect, because mothers who now have to um, do, uh, I won't just say mothers, but many mothers are trying to hold it all down. And so you have those kids who are just, they feel so invaluable. They feel so not loved, and they're looking for something. They have become the hunters, because I truly believe that a, a, a girl's first love is her daddy, her whomever that is. But at the same time, as much as I had my granddad and my uncle who who talked to me, who instilled that value, there was still such a void, even to this day, to this very time that I'm speaking to you. There's such a need to have those type of conversations with my dad. I would kill for that tonight just to be able to sit down and share some things with my dad. One on one in person. One on one. They're still. And so there's such a disconnect. And that in my opinion leads some, some 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 women, some young girls as well. Even if they don't take up sex is that is something else. And so it's all out of order. Someone posted in the in the show event, um I don't know his exact words, but it, it it led to this. What if we did? What if we did it God's way? What if we looked at this union, how God intended it to be? In my opinion, how God intended it to be, to come together as one in love, to to create life. What if we looked at it that way? So my question for you guys is: Do, if for our, especially for our young women and and the old ones too. Does it really take sex to get you and for you guys to know and see our value? And I want hear, I want both of you all to answer that. Give it to them straight. uh, uh
6: I'm, I'm I'm here. Um, I, I want to say this. Um, it doesn't it doesn't for me. I'm going to say it doesn't for me. I'm not going to say for all, all men because I can't speak for all men. It doesn't for, for me to see that stuff because when I when I when I when I look for a woman. I, the first thing I don't think I don't think about the sexual aspect of that woman. The first thing I want to know is uh, how she is as far as her mindset. You know where her mind is. Um, what does she want in life? Um, does she does she love God? Um, what are her values? Um, has she finished school? Is she finished school? What does she plan to do now? You know because I, I want to I want to, to to soar. I want to reach. A higher plateau, and I would like to do that with someone who has those values. Or, you know, who we can have something together. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I grew up in poverty. I don't want to stay in poverty. You know, I don't, I don't want to stay broke. I don't want to stay down. I want to be able to give my kids, if if possibly, have some, you know, a better life than I had. So the person that I hook up with, the first thing I want to know is where their mindset is. You know what I'm saying about life love and understand it, not what they have up under their clothes. Um, that, that doesn't really matter to me because everybody has them, you know what I mean? Um, the second thing that I want to know is um, is uh, how you feel about me, you know what I mean? If, if you just love me for what I can do for you or if you love me genuinely, you know, how do you see me? You know, I don't want to be portrayed as just this dude that's nice looking and you know, he drives a nice car or he has a bank account or this, that and the other, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Because you're building a relationship on the wrong thing. It's not gonna last. You know what I mean? That's that's that won't be a wife. That'll be uh, uh um it, uh, it's, it's, uh, an encounter that you had and you'll be looking for somebody else later on in life, you know. Um I like long lasting relationships because I, I you know I don't I, I hate Doing and giving and being a part of, and my heart and this and the other with someone, and uh, a month or two later, that person's out of your life and you got to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm a believer that if you build a foundation with with cement, then the house is gonna stand. You know, but if you build it with twigs, it's it's not gonna stand. Anything can come along and just blow it down. Um, and that's how I feel about the matter. So no, to answer your question, no, that's not the first thing that I look for in a woman. I see her, her value first as a woman, vice versa uh her 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 sexual prowess.
0: No. Nah. I'm gonna okay. uh, Ryan, can you I'm gonna okay. go I'm gonna go in the, the opposite direction, um mm-hmm. because what Bo just described is the 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 ideal and mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, not enough men think in that manner. Not enough men are mature um, enough to think in that manner. And it's obvious um, by the women that most men pick. It's obvious by the attention that certain women get. The first thing that you see with with anybody is the physical appearance. Before you say hello to anyone, regardless of what you're looking for, the first thing you see with anyone is their physical appearance. Unless, for some reason, you've never met them before and you just happen to talk to them over the phone, and, and there are a number of ways that that can happen. But usually the first thing you see with somebody is their physical appearance. And... And so with that, if you're looking for a mate, if you're looking for someone, yeah, we may have our list. We may say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. You know, these are the mental aspects, what I'm looking for, blah, blah, blah. But the average guy, we look at the physical and we see how we can be pleased physically, and that's what we go for. And... In the heat of the moment, or when you're walking down the street, or when you're at a club, a bar, you, even in church, because there's so much sexual, there's so many sexual things that go on even in church. The first thing that you notice is her chest and her beehive, or maybe even her legs. But those are the things that you're looking at, and and how does she look in in, in the face? If her body is banging, her face really ain't got to be all that. That's how most men think. And so men go after the women who they can see pleasing them physically. Never mind if she's going to be great for his children. Never mind if she is going to cook or tell them, I ain't your maid, or if she's a clean person, if she has a good head on her shoulders, if she is in school, has a degree, is in the military, um, or, you know, is an entrepreneur, whatever the case may be, usually those are the females that, that get overlooked. Those are the females that, that guys pass up on, or the guys who are, who are smart and say, you know what, that's a good woman right there, but I ain't really ready to, to settle down. But I know I need somebody who's going to have my back. I know at some point I'm going to get sick. Somebody got to be there for me. And so he'll go after that woman just because, oh, hey, now that I've got, oh, Oh, she's cool over here. But then they'll still mess with, you know, these other women. Because, again, like I just said, there's that constant need for a different image. And so the average man is looking at what can you do for me sexually. Guys sit around and talk all the time about sex. And so when that happens, a lot of times you hear stuff and you're like, man, like that's what's up. That's what I want. And even if you don't go and try to get it from that woman, because a lot of guys do, when you meet a woman because of what you heard your boy say, you're trying to convince this woman to do the same thing. So a lot of times men do look at women as sexual objects, as Property and so they go in, and they in their mind, oh, I got to go in and handle my business, or you want to use the street lingo, I got to go in and beat it up. Because if I do, like she's buying after that. If I go in and I handle my business, if if I can make her say or make her think that I'm the best that she's ever had, then I already got her. I heard um, a comedian one time doing a stand-up, and he said a lot of times, you know, he's talking about how women a lot of times think that they're having orgasms, and they're really not, and they don't really know that until they actually have one. And the guy who can get them to that, that, we'll just say a special place, will get them to that place, that guy can usually mess up a whole lot and that woman still stays there. So a lot of men are not mature enough to think like what Bo just described and so they do look at women as pieces of meat. They do look at women as property. They look they 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 do look at women and say, ooh, I want that and it's not because she got a degree from Harvard, but it's because, you know what, when she walks, the way that them body parts move, I got to have it. And a lot of times we, we hear the word game. Well, game is used when you're trying to conquer something. So that's why you get the, you know, you you, you won't get his bad line, and if he's used to doing that, it's not, it's not that hard for him. Because the guys who think like that, they practice this stuff all the time.
2: See, Wanya, I think you, you you both have hit on a lot. Um, and and Val, I'm gonna need you to come in with me on this because I have to get this out here. You, you said that uh, a lot of men, that with well, some men, make say I need to make her think that I'm I'm the best she ever had. And here is, and, and I'm not trying to degrade. I'm not being funny here. I promise you, you guys, I am not. But let me just be frank and honest. I would say, and I stand on it, I would say 95% of women are not sexually satisfied. And they will not tell their partners. They will go back night after night after night. And we do such, if I can, in anything else, we don't communicate and well, that's what I meant when I said earlier that it does not have to be good sex. Women are so so depleted until just if I could just get a hold of five minutes with where I'm just somebody for I'm just I'm only here whoever that may be for just a moment. And the reason I want to bring this out is because maybe some maybe there's a father on here that will get off this phone and call a daughter and say I love you. And if nobody else does. Your daddy does, and you are valuable, and you deserve to be treated, and you respect your body. And this is so. I'm not saying this to degrade, because again, we don't just stay, or we don't just call you sometimes because you're so great, and this is this is the best we've ever had. Sometimes you just they feel so low, we feel so low until that's all that will satisfy us right now. This this is this is my medication. I had a friend and. He's listening. i never forget she said he was my medication for as long as I was sick. So some of us are just sick, and sex is that medication. That man is that medication. And it could be the reverse as well. But, I, again, I feel like if we told a number of these guys, it ain't that great, they would sit down somewhere. They wouldn't, they wouldn't try to go everywhere and, put, and lay it down because now, you know, you need to practice. You need, I mean, you need to come in and practice before you try to go out. And I'm just keeping it real right there. (laughs) I love it. So y'all got quiet on me. And another thing, since you started up talking, women, listen, I I had to tell my own child this. You got to stop saying all these sweet nothings. You can walk by a woman and you can say you look so nice. You can hold a door for a young girl. And her she sees you the next day. she's already told her friend about you. she's liking you. We listen with our heart for the most part. I'm not saying every woman, but for the most part, what you say, we hear it, but it goes straight to our mental being and our heart. You could call and say, "We're just thinking about you and it goes so it is it is it is so much deeper than. Sex, And we have to realize That again As I started the show You think about what, you, what two people come together And do And we want to call it sex for tonight That act alone Is what got us here Just think about that Just think about that alone For a minute So how could it not leave things on us It can leave a child It can leave an egg that develops Into you and I so how, time after time after time again, you know, and I love how I call her before Bo said that, she, that God instructed her to put Bibles all around her. That sounds so profound to me. And to somebody else, it might sound like what? But, see, God deals with us, us individually. And I understand, boy, God, I had a time getting over, and I, laugh at me, you guys, I had a time getting over sonic ice. Addicted to Sonic Ice. I can't even imagine being addicted to other stuff. And I had to pray my way. Lord, take this away. I wanted a job at Sonic so I could eat their ice. I mean, seriously, that is
5: that's <laughs> so.
2: It's, it's everybody has their stuff. Is what I'm what I'm going with that. Everybody has their stuff, and God only God knows how to deal with us with our stuff. Only God knows how to bring us through and out. And keep us out. All that other stuff is temporary
0: fixes. Tim, you know something? Um, I've been driving for 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 Uber for about a month and a half now, and it's funny that uh, and I, and I'll use this past weekend uh, as an example. Uh, so Saturday, all day Saturday, it poured, poured here. Um, uh, Friday night into Saturday, and, and it pretty much lasted until Sunday morning. I mean, and it came down, and I picked up these two girls. Um, they were heading to their to their company party, and when they when they came out the house, they knew it was raining. Mind you, they didn't have coats on, you know, they didn't have umbrellas, nothing. Um, trying to be cute and sexy. And so when they came out of the house, they had their head down because they were prepared to run to my car and heels. Um, although, you know, short distance, I was parked in the driveway. And when they picked their heads up, they said, do you have an umbrella? You know, because I'm standing there, you know, right, right in front of their, right in front of their, uh, you know, they had a little pop over, um, you know, the part part of their driveway. And they said, no driver has ever offered us an umbrella. They were so shocked. they here. This guy says, you know, you're in taxi. You stay in the car. You know, it's cold. You warm. If it's raining, you don't have to get wet. But the fact that I got out the car, they said no one has ever done that. And I think a lot of times, going back to what you just said, what you do outside of sex and granted, you know, you know, there was none of that, but just the point that here's this guy doing something that guys just don't do or people just don't do anymore. You know, and the girl was telling me, she said, my grandmother, you know, would get on me about respect and, you know, things like that. And she said, people just don't have those, Morals and values anymore like they used to So they were just Blown away that here I am with this umbrella And a lot of times if you're a guy Like you said you, If you say it you better mean it Because That woman Is going to take it And she's going to hold you to it Now The other part with the man being the medicine or the sex being the medicine for, you know, a fulfillment. I've tried to tell a number of people that over the years, that, you know, sometimes what you think might be two hours is probably just two minutes. But because that is what you need, it feels like it is the best thing in the world. You think about some You think about drugs like crack, right? The first time somebody is introduced to, you know, the to cocaine, to, to, to these hardcore drugs, it's like, man, that is the best thing that that has ever happened to me. And so they become addicted, and the people supplying the drugs. Know that this is your first time I have to give you my best product because I gotta get you hooked keep you coming back so I can make my sales, and then the second time they might they might hook you up, but slowly, they start giving you less, less, and less because now you're hooked, and you're not gonna stop coming back. Because you're going to keep looking for that same thing. You remember how it Mm -hmm. felt the first time. So you're going to keep coming back and and looking for it. But you never find it because they're never going to give it to you again. These temporary fixes, and sex happens to be one of the biggest ones, Mm are hurting people. So you get with one person, Man, that was some great sex. You get with another person, you start comparing people. Ooh, that wasn't as good as the last one. But can't go back to the last one. Don't like the present one. But let me see if I can get that good feeling back that I got with the first one. But let me try this this, this person over here. And before you know it, one person has turned into ten. And now you have all of these people living inside of you because, like you said, you never got that love or attention as a child. And so you right. live your – That is real
1: talk. talk. I said that is real talk what you're speaking right there, and that's why patience is a
0: virtue. Yes. <laughs> but, but I like but that It's
5: a
2: temporary fix, that sex is one of the – one of the main temporary fixes for people, I, 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 you just you just hit it on the nail and, and we probably could just end right there. We won't, but, I mean, if people really think about the people that you have decided to, to, to go there with, in most cases people get up and they figure, they, they're like, why? What just happened? Why? What? Why? Who? And why am I still doing this? Why am I still at such a place? And so it is. It's 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 probably one of the biggest temporary fixes. But it's not fixing anything. That that's it. It's not even fixed. Like you said, the two hours that's really like two minutes, ten minutes or whatever. It's it's like what is it fixing? If we would just stop and think and research and make a decision to not be because, you know, my grandmother used to tell me all the time, the dog can't come out and play if the cat ain't out there. I mean, she literally would say those words. Can't come out and play if the cat
0: ain't out there. And y'all, and y'all so, know something else. Go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry.
2: No, yeah, go ahead. No, go. Because we want to hear from the men. Go
0: ahead, please. <laughs> Bo don't leave me hanging, man. Don't left.
2: into
0: a bar. I'm serious. I, I ain't gonna leave you hanging. I got you right <laughs> I appreciate it, but. <laughs> but here's but here's the thing so there 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 are people um and traditionally we 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 associate women more so than men when it comes to sexual vulnerability, so think about it this way a lot of people. Do things to relieve them from stress Relieve stress Notice I said release I didn't say cure Sex does not cure stress But it does relieve you Drugs Does not cure stress But it does relieve stress Smoking cigarettes Drinking alcohol All of those things That are Physical relieve stress. We miss the fact that they ha they all have an impact on your body, especially your brain. So instead of and this is more so advice, instead of doing those things to relieve the stress why not get rid of the problem first, then have sex? Find love, then have sex, instead of having sex in order to find love. Because if you have sex in order to find love, guess what? you can be playing that game all your life. All your life.
5: Yeah.
0: Because it's just not going to happen. Sex does not help you find love. However... If you find love first, you're you're relieved before you even have sex. But if you haven't found love, you have to have sex just to get some relief. But if you find love first, you're already relieved by the time you have sex, so it only makes the sex better. A lot of people, they start having problems. Oh, I'm going to start drinking. Don't drink because you're having problems Solve your problem first That way when you drink You don't drink out of control But see Oh got all these problems Let me start drinking Because again Temporarily I'm going to be alright Because drink alcohol Has an effect on your brain We all know this Whether we've gotten drunk Gotten tipsy Or we've seen other people do it You are so relaxed Because that's what alcohol Does to your brain So when people drink alcohol You notice Man, they're different They talk a lot more when they drink Or they're very quiet when they drink Or they laugh a lot when they drink Or they get really violent when they drink Because the real them Comes out because alcohol Relaxes you Sex relaxes you so now, the real you comes out. Well, get rid of the problem first and celebrate with sex. Get rid of the problem and celebrate with alcohol. Because then you're fine. Because if you get rid of the problem first and then drink alcohol, you don't find yourself taking down a whole bottle. You have a, You have one or two drinks, maybe a couple of sips or whatever, and you're good to go. But you go in feeling good. Don't ever do things to make yourself feel good because nothing should have that much power over you. And nothing does have that much power over you. Had a girl tell me today,
5: oh, I got in trouble
0: because she made me laugh. No one can make you laugh. You do that on your own Because nothing has that much power over you God gave man power over a lot of things But he never gave man power over another man He never did it He said you control the animals The the, the, the beasts You know, everything You control the ground right here Everything But he never said man has power over another man Don't let these things Control you. Don't let these things take over your life.
1: Well, you know what, Rodney? I think uh, I just want to jump this in there and say this: that um, I think a big problem in all this is, is in today's society, whether you be young or old, the problem is a lot of people are content settling because you hear so much of. Well, it's almost like uh, the people see it as we're left to pick from fragments of what a man or idea of a man or a woman is supposed to be. So, therefore, this is as good as a get-type attitude. So Mm -hmm. I think it first starts in getting yourself out of that, that mind frame and believing that because, really, that good woman or that good man is going to start in you. The problem is that we have in today's society is you have a lot of wolves that like to prey on vulnerability, and they get some type of high off that. So whether that wolf be male or female, and that vulnerable person be male or female, here it is. When the two or two come together, you got one out trying to heal their soul and make this person be that that healing, like Tammy said earlier, that medicine that they need, even if it's just a moment. And they content in that because for that moment alone, that pain or whatever, that border that person is still inside them, when they're inside them during that time frame, they'll take that because it's just a little sense of relief. So that's all they need. And they begin to think that this is all, this is it. So you got to get people out of their mind frame of thinking that this is it. And you got to, what happened is, as you get more, uh, as you get older and you start to continue to go through things and you get tired of going through that same old thing, you'll decide that you want to do something different about it. But it's not until then that you're actually going to see a change within yourself, even within these soul ties to these other people. If you don't get off your butt, And decide to fight for yourself, nobody else will, because nobody loves you like you. And regardless of how much input, like you said, rather than two hours be two minutes, regardless of how much input that person put inside of you, that's a temporary fix. And it's just like any drug that you hit outside here in the world. If you start smoking weed, guess what? You're going to become immune immune to weed after a while, and guess what? You're going to want some crack. And a crack can't do it no more You're going to want some heroin Then you're going to want to add some alcohol with it And that's how it becomes inside of the sexual world The same thing Sex is never going to be enough Until you accept the fact That what you're dealing with Is a spiritual weakness.
2: You know mm-hmm. now, now What you said is, is, is Powerful as it relates To um, the relationship And what we see With our eyes we see marriages that end in divorce we see relationships begin so well um and they they for the most part people don't don't come together and connect they don't form a relationship that is going to lead to building something we are so temporary with everything because with the eyes what we see that's what's happening so i agree a lot of people may feel like hey i'm not the chances of me just getting meeting someone who who wants to get together and build something raise our children together see our grandchildren um come together under one roof at, at at holiday time and you know during the holidays and so forth but i found this and and this is what made me think about what you know, it's not me think about what you said here. This was, this came, comes from com, and it, it describes sex and making love. It says, having sex is a phrase that describes physical connection that leads to sexual pleasure, release, and gratification, okay? Making love is all of this, but also emphasizes the deep emotional connection, affection, and shared bonds that develop between caring lovers. While making love is also to do with the state of mind, having sex is more about the physical relation. And I'll say this: imagine when, okay. in most cases, when we are just—I um, would say—just having sex. And in most cases, when you are when there's no love there, the minute you are angry with that person or feeling okay. some kind of way um, about that person. Typically, you don't even feel the same or think the same. Now, that may not stay that way, but what I found is when you really love a person and you are genuinely in love with, with someone and you know that you get that back, and sometimes it doesn't matter if you don't really get it back, that in itself, that is a bond. That is creating that relationship, particularly when, you are, when it's reciprocal, when you're giving it and it's being given to you. When it does not matter, like like the saying of the couple that, and I said this a couple times on the show, the couple said that was asked, "How have you been able to stay together this time?" And the wife answered, "We never allowed each other to fall out of love at the same time." And what was powerful about that? At the same time, because they know that they have come together to build something, and for something to be built from that. But we don't. We don't see that and for the for the life of me and particularly those people for those of us who are doing God, even if we've just started doing God. Think big. We serve a big God. You think about in the morning the sun rises. At night the moon. I mean, just think about all that. And a good song to to think to hear and to reflect upon it is my Redeemer. Who tells the sun? You know Where to hide till morning. Think about that, people. We serve such a big and powerful God. Why should we not expect to find that one? Why? Because we're so busy settling for the one who's not. And so he can't send us that one. He could. I'll say that. He could, but for for who and for what? So we got to think big. We can't let the world tell us that, no, you can't have a wife or a husband who honors me, a husband who knows what I mean when I say, love your wife as Christ has loved the church. But for women to Do think that, mean? that because you don't, then you are going to settle. You are going to settle for sex, good or bad sex. You are going to settle. I'm sorry. Somebody's going to say something. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no, that's right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I was going to say you you can't have the one singular when you want the one plural.
5: Mm. Wow.
0: I
1: think some people didn't get that. You might want to repeat that over again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just you, saying.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you cannot have the one singular,
5: singular.
0: when you want the ones, plural, as mm. long as you are searching for the wrong thing, you're never going to get the right thing. Either you're going to get what's permanent or you're going to get what's temporary. You cannot have both. You don't show up to get a license and ask for a permanent and a temporary one. It just don't happen. Wow. You can't you can't pay a mortgage and a rent at the same time on the same house. Which one do you want? Do you want the mortgage, to where yeah you're you, you're gonna pay for fifteen thirty years? But when when that thirty years is up, that 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 home is yours. That home isn't going anywhere. As long as you keep getting up, going to work every day, whatever it is that you need to do in order to pay for your mortgage, at some point. That 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 home will be yours. It's not going anywhere, and once it's yours, it can stay in your family forever. Or do you want to pay rent there, so where it, it 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 is never yours? You're always paying so that it belongs to my else. The same thing applies to love. What is it that you are looking for? I'm glad that Val brought up the point about being content and settling. We have been trained to believe that you are not in a relationship if you are not fighting. You are not in a relationship if you are not arguing. You are not in a relationship if you are not having problems. If you're in your, if you're in your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, If y'all don't fight If y'all not screaming at each other every now and then Y'all not in a relationship That's foolishness Because it doesn't have to be that way I'm not saying that people don't argue It doesn't have to be that way I've talked to People who've been married Many years And I'm talking 15, 20 And they told me You know what, we've disagreed But we've never fought We've never had a fight Never. Because it does not have to be that way But we're trained to believe that you got to have All of these problems that God never said that you had to have them God never said that you had to be walking around Talking about you in the doghouse uh, uh, <laughs> I, hope I I hope, I... I hope I... I'm in the doghouse Because you know, the, I, I don't. I don't believe in that. Let Let's be adults. Let's. We don't need to act like children. And, and you know what? Even with that, children don't. They don't stay mad that long. I remember when I was in middle school, got in a, a fist fight with my best friend at the time, and two days later, we were back best friends. We just happened to get in a fist fight with each other. I don't even re- remember what for. But kids are resilient like that. Adults are the ones walking around not speaking to each other. Your relationship don't have to be like that. But when you bring all of this baggage, when you bring all of these guys and you're comparing and can't get over the last guy, and all, it, it just makes your relationship so complicated. So be careful who you allow to enter into your body or whose body you into, because it could mess you up. And, and going back to something else Bell said at the beginning, your blessing might be right there in front of you. But because you're blinded, you're missing out. Can I can I jump mm-hmm. in for a minute there right now? Absolutely, Mr. Bow, go right ahead.
6: I, I just wanna I just wanna say something. Um uh I was reading an article the other day and it's a known fact, um, that in today's society, uh you have more you have more
7: uh
6: divorces than you do marriages on a monthly basis. The court system is backed up with divorces where it used to be the court system was backed up with people wanting to get married um in the society that we live in today, I think that acceptance and uh low self esteem play a big part uh and, and you know, and what's going on? Um, you know, I have nothing against homosexuals. You know, what you do is your business. It flows your boat, flows your boat. That's what you do. But the thing, the thing now is they have a saying in in Atlanta, and the saying is twenty to one. And I asked uh, my son, who's twenty four. I asked him. I said, "What does twenty to one mean?" He said, "I mean it's twenty females to one dude." I said, "Huh?" He's like, "Yeah, that's the ratio." He said, um, one dude can have 20 girlfriends, and they can all know about each other and accept it. I said, why is that? He said, because there's so many dudes that's gay. Females just want a dude that's a dude. And I was like, wow. So you're telling me that in spite of everything, you know what I mean, they don't want to settle settle down. He like, some of them do. You know what I'm saying? But they're just content. That's where the acceptance comes in. They're just content with having a dude who is a dude, one that doesn't like guys but likes girls. And you can have a girlfriend or you can have other girls, but to get themselves off or to get what they need because they're tired of cold plastic or whatever the case You know what I'm saying? He's like, they'll accept the fact that I got three girlfriends, Dad, and I was like, wow. So that's the same here, 20 to 1. Because so many brothers are locked up, you know, and so many brothers are going the other way with other men, till women are accepting, you know, dudes having three, four girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? And you get knocked up by him, or this, that, and the other. He, he's just a baby daddy, but he got three, or four other girlfriends, and and they're accepting that. Remember, where's your self esteem? Where, where, where is that? Where you know? And that's not every woman. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of the, the, in this new era that's coming up, you know, and like you said, Tammy, without fathers in the home, you know what I'm saying, to condition, to show them what love is and what to look for, they're listening to other kids in school, and this is what they're gathering for other kids, and it's been passed on and passed on till now. It's acceptable. That's what they look for now. Oh, he might be going with three other girls, but when I need him, he's there for me. If I need my hair done, he's going to get my hair done. Yeah, and still then you're looking at the the bigger picture. So, you know I mean can somebody you know, expound on that from
2: You know, Bo, you 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 touched on a lot there with the fathers on the home and relating it to women um and men because you think I, I came across Proverbs one and eight again, not my first time, but it meant so much to me a few days ago when it says, Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. And that led me to look up instruction and to look up teaching. I won't get into that, but for those of you look it up yourself. Just 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 kind of ponder the difference in instruction versus teaching. From from fathers instruct, mothers teach. That's powerful to me. And because there's such a disconnect, men I cannot say enough. Men I cannot say enough. You have no idea, no idea what you're leading or how you're leading will change this world. I realize that is a big responsibility. I realize that the world has put you down so much and taken you out of so many things, but do not allow this world to do that. We are losing young men because of that. Young men need that instruction, so now... They, because they were designed to instruct. They were designed. Me with myself, I had to step back and let my own son have people telling me, well, that's not your husband. No, he's not my husband, but guess what? He was born to be a man, and he got to a point where he felt like, I'm your protector now. There's nothing you can do for me. I'm a man. I got to protect you. And when we, when we snatched that away, I had a wise person tell me, don't snatch that out of him. Let him be that man. Let him let him feel like now he protects mama. That's a that's that's big. And there's a there's a difference. You can keep balancing that, but men were born for that reason. There's a difference. So if that's why we got ten to one or whatever you said it was, because some of those same men, those same women who are settling, because they can have because a man can have 20 of them because of such a shortage, some of those have turned away because they, they, they have lost their weight. They don't know how to be what they were designed and born to be, and so now they feel lost in another way.
0: Exactly, exactly. because
2: has just become everybody's medication. No matter what kind of sex you're having, that's your temporary fix. But nothing is being fixed. We're just consistently having more fatherless children, more mothers who are in the streets, in the clubs. And I'm not saying you can't go, but I'm saying you can't go if your business is not straight at the house. If there's not a father at the house, you ain't got time to be at the club. Because now you, you got to find somebody who now can help you raise these children. You got to find somebody, if it's a neighbor across the street, that's doing a good job. Can you please just take my son and talk to him? Something. If you don't have time. So I'm saying that, and I mean that, you, you don't have time. We cannot continue to do what we have been doing and expect things to change. So Can I, I ask you a question? Me? Sure, please, please. Yes, I'm sorry. I want to
6: ask you a question, Tammy. And, and, you know, and this question was brought to me Um, in uh, um, one of the hey, counseling groups. No, real yeah, quick, let me it,
2: tell everybody, because we're going to run out of time real quick. But well, you stay here because we probably. won't lose you. Well, for those who are listening online, we have a lot of people that listen through Facebook. You're going to be cut off in about three minutes. If you want to continue to listen to the show, call in now, 818-691-7406. Again, 818 691 Seven four, zero six, for those of you who are online and in you know now you don't have to do a thing, the show will go on, but if you're listening by internet, any kind of way, Facebook call in if you wanna to continue to listen to the show, okay, so thank you, Bo. I'm sorry,
6: Okay. Um, is it okay to continue,
2: well, yeah, please something uh-huh
6: okay what i wanted to, one of what I wanted to say to you was, um uh, I you know, I attend a counseling group uh about maybe three or four times a week and a couple of the guys in the men's group um, was was, we were having a discussion and this and the discussion led to um, men like you said not being in the home and one of the guys uh, he said look he said hey man he said what do i do when the system is against me and um and I expounded. I said, "What do you mean by the system is against you?" He said, "Well, he said, you know, I had kids before I was in my marriage with my wife." He says, "So therefore, I have child support to, uh, you know, to pay for my kids." He said, "I pay my child support for my kids." He said, "But the minute that I fall behind, they want to, you know, lock me away and stand the other blase blah, 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 and." You know, therefore, the kids don't get nothing. I'm, I'm locked away. There's no leadership there. There's no nothing there, you know, to, to raise my kids until I can come up with the bond money to bond out. And that money goes to the mother towards her her, uh, her, uh, her child support. I said, okay, you know, what are you trying to say? He said, well, how come that the system don't take care of the women? unless the father's in the house, unless the father's not in the house. He said the only way that a woman can get, get any kind of assistance from the state, the dad can't be nowhere in the picture. He said if she gets food stamps, the dad can't be in the household. If she gets welfare, the dad can't be in the household. If she gets child support, the dad can't be in the household. If she gets housing, the dad can't be in the household. You understand what I'm saying? He said, so the system has set it up to where they won't allow the dad to be in the household in order to support the mother. Hmm. That has to stay home with the two or three kids or or that can't work and this, that, and the other body squad because of two or three kids or that find it hard and need a little help to help her who may be working, but she needs the housing to help assist her because her job doesn't pay that much, but the dad can't be there. You know what I'm saying? So the system is already against the the brothers that 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 wanna, you know what I'm saying, be a part of lives of families that have, you know, been made before they got with whoever they got with or you know what I'm saying you you understand what I'm trying to say?
2: And I totally get that and I hear I hear people talk I hear you know we've been hearing that from for a very long time. But here's what I say to this though. So we don't we don't serve a system. And, and that, um that, and again, y'all, forgive me, but I got to bring it back for what brought me through. Because you, when I when I hear that, then I would say, then you know what? The system is not going to take me away from my children. We're going to, if we have to get five bunk beds in one room like we used to do it back in the day, and we raise our family. We have we have. I see judges on TV that say we were poor and we didn't know we were poor because we had such love. It was that. And to Judge Maybelline, who I heard say that. Stacked on top of one another, but guess what? And, and we, if if you have to plant food, viral food, whatever, if you have to do like we did, I didn't know what pancake, what real pancakes was. I ate flour bread, and I don't think we were poor, and 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 was happy at that point in life. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta, we cannot put, we cannot blame the system because what I think about when I think about the system, I think about Frederick Douglass, who came, who came through slavery, who mother whose mother worked all day and just tiptoed through the night through trees, woods, whatever, just to get a glimpse of her son. And he came through. He says, My body you can have, but my mind you will not take. You see, we gotta want it. We gotta take the okay, system, if that's what you need, let, let me let me let let me get off your system. Let me trust God. And that's what we did. We stopped trusting God and we started trusting the system and the world. And we start conforming to the patterns of this world and expecting God to show up. And he shows up because we're here, but that's with that grace and mercy. But there's so much favor and so much power that we don't have, and we're not going to get it because we are not willing to change. We're not willing to say, well, you can keep your food stamps. Because they've gone up so much on, on, on food, so I can't even see how food stamps is helping. See, they keep changing the system so much and controlling us with the system until every time we give in, we give up more control. And it's going to come a time where we have no control at all, and we think the system is helping. So we got to get back to that village. And if you're hungry and we're eating over here, because I can contest to that, and y'all might think I'm crazy. I might sound a little crazy. I cooked dinner for some people and had some more people show up to eat. Like more like more people. And I was like, okay, God, you did it before. You're going to have to multiply this food because somebody is not going to eat. We had that service. And I'm sorry. I stand on that. Y'all got to understand, we serve a big God. The system cannot do anything with that big God if we start serving and seeking him. We 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 say we serve, and I'm not talking to anybody, but I'm not saying you're not. I just want to get this good because I know you're on the right track. But what I'm saying, we serve. We say we might seek. But see, there's something that comes with God says if you love me. There's so much after that. We don't understand that we wrestle with this spiritual warfare. We don't understand this system. It is not broken. It was simply designed that way. So I hear and I know all that to be true. But more than anything, what I know to be true is what brought me through and what brought me out and what keeps me out. And that is truly having a desire to please God. Not a perfect Amen. life I have. I tell you, I have a peaceful life and I'm not hungry today, I'm not homeless today, and today is all that matters. I will worry about tomorrow when it gets here. Matter of fact, I'm not gonna even worry about tomorrow. I'm gonna get us to God in the morning too. And we gotta get out of the system. We gotta get out of the wrong system. Sex ain't gonna do it. Your job's not going to do it. We've seen that, done that. We've had people kill themselves because they thought their job was their security, and the system snatched all that away, too. So that's my my reply to that.
0: Hmm. Y'all have you really go, blessed me. That's all I can say.
2: <laughs> We've gone over our time, and, the, I mean, we have, wow, we still have college just just out there I'm I'm just This has been good And I, I told Rodney I said they think They're coming to talk About sex But I'm going to Beat them out The hell with that Bible Did we do it Rodney <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: and,
2: and, and you guys Don't, don't misunderstand me Because I I have problems I have issues But they don't Define me They don't tell me Who I am They don't Because I know Those problems I have when I look back, everything that I've gone through, God has allowed me to help someone else too. I don't have to say I can understand. I can say no. I have been there, done that, gone through, and look at me. I'm still standing. Everything is not gravy, Hunky dory But I tell you who is, I can't do this life alone. And so, again, we come and we want to figure out how to fix our sex problem. Well, you can.
0: not
2: If you could, you would have. Just like any other problem that you had before then. So we are seeking and serving and putting too much power in the hands of people who don't know you, don't know what, what tomorrow brings, don't know anything about
5: you. And so, okay,
2: it's those ones who haven't if you feel like sex is their medication, if you feel like you have sexually committed demons within you. If you stop there
5: God.
2: We just can't get up and, and go do God on Sunday. We just can't and expect him Monday through Saturday. You can't. That's not working either. So figure out what's not working in your life. Figure out what you're giving your attention to, thinking it is going to fix it, and you realize I keep doing this, I keep doing it. Yet I don't have a husband. I'll keep doing this and doing this. Yeah, if that's if that's what you're looking for. If you think sex is what's going to get you that husband, that that home, that child, or whatever. If you keep doing it, yet nobody is saying nobody they're coming, but they're not saying, is it really working? Is it really worth that five ten minutes of of pleasure? Because I guarantee you, the most of you that have that five ten minutes of pleasure, you feel just you you will start. If you are not now, you will begin to feel like wow. You feel as, more dead than you did before. The, the 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 feeling of being defeated overpowers that five minutes of pleasure. And so who does that? Who think about that? Who continues to do it? What do they say? You keep doing the same thing and expecting the same results. You are what?
0: Insane. So
2: it's on you. It, 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 everything is on you. Take responsibility for who you are, where you are, and where you will be tomorrow. Because if you don't, nobody else will. They're too busy trying to figure out who they are, where they are today, and where they're going to be tomorrow and how they're going to get there. You be the change that you want to see in this world and watch the world change around you because you cannot change anybody else. I can't change anybody because guess what? I wake up every day hoping that this change, and I say hoping that this change will continue this day. This is a this is consistent work. This is getting all those things off of me. It took me all these years to realize that if I can't just get over this overnight, then God misses out on that glory, the lesson. And so get your lives together and watch the other things in your life, in your world, watch those things come together. But you got to keep going because if you go back, guess what? You get the same thing You know what's back You know the life you're coming from So if that's what you want, stay there But if you're going to pick up and go with this journey Commit to it Connect with people who are doing that same thing Just like this topic drew you guys here tonight If I were to put something Faith, out there, hope, God You don't come But that's okay we have the same people coming over and over again. Those are the people who are seeking change, who realizes that what I've been doing is, yeah, I'm going to say, it ain't working. I'm just going to get just, just not grammatically correct here. It ain't working. It has not been working. Feed your mind different. And they started out telling us about our body, mind, spirit. So, you guys, if you want your body to respond different differently, you got to feed it differently. You gotta exercise, eat right. I never told Janae this. First time I went went to eat lunch with Janae, Janae was looking at me like I was crazy. I think I must have had two big old glasses of sweet tea and I just could see her face, like, Oh my god, I got to talk to Miss Annie about all this stuff she's sitting in her body <laughs> Sorry, laughing now. I never thought I could see her facial expression, but I just ignored it. It's like I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> but if we <laughs> won't give we gotta do different. I want my body to respond different. You know, i got to put the right things in my body, and I'm working on it. You I've acknowledged it enough to know that i got to make a change. And that's why she inspires me. So we just got to keep going. We got to keep going. Janae just sent me a message that I am so laughing. Because I saw her facial expression. She wanted to tell me so bad, but she just thought, I can't tell her this. But I saw it. But at that time, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. She could have said what she wanted to say. I was like, okay, and I'd had some more. Kind of could to go seriously. And that's what it is. You have to be ready. You got to be sick and tired of the sex. You got to be sick and tired of looking up, doing the same thing, but being a different person, and being the same the next day. The same being in the same position the next day. If you don't get another baby out of it, and now you got to worry about the system even more. So I say if you're going to have the sex, at least, at least protect yourself. Don't bring any babies in this world that you're not going to truly work for. And, Bo, um I have a, a program that I'd like to tell you about for those young men that you see um, who are trying to do the right thing. There is a program, and I hope it's still available, it was at the beginning of the year, that will pay, will help help guys get back on the right track. They will get them caught up on their child support. There are some restrictions, like they have to go back to school. They help them get their license put back, and they do have to pay it back, but they give them so much time to do it until it's almost, you know, they can do it. So it is a program that is trying to get fathers back in the loop with their children because if you have no job, if you've taken the license, if you put me in jail, you're right. How can I I do anything? And that beats a man down and out and up. So I will will in the next, let me do it next week. There's a lot going on this week, but I'll get you some information on that because I have to get it for someone else too, okay?
6: Okay, I would appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Okay, I'm going to turn it over to Rodney and Val because I feel like I've talked way too much tonight. Rodney, Val, um, Rodney, if you'll just do your thing and close it out, I'm going to shut up.
0: One thing about it, Tim, when it's your show, you can talk as much as you want to talk. It's
2: our show, it's
0: our show. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let Val go ahead, and then I'll I'll give some final remarks. Uh, Val, go ahead.
1: Um, I'm just going to end it on tonight. You know, I really, really have enjoyed you know being a part of the show up on tonight because this subject matter is just such a, a real. A real thing And one thing I've noticed is All of us are the product of a soul tie Whether we be healed from it Or whether we're still going through it So I have a method It's called the vow method And what it inclines is Is the V The V is for value You have to know your worth And yourself first And the A The A is for acknowledgement You have to acknowledge the reality And deny the lies And the L, the L is to live your life. So many of us take the time out to just focus on our struggle the day-to-day that we forget to live life, and instead we let life end up living us. And for me, that method is just the the start of the engine because it takes so much more. Like, you know, Tammy said, it's not going to be an overnight process. But if you start somewhere, somewhere is better than nowhere, and it will always take you somewhere else that you want to be. That's it
0: Bow Bo, and to our other callers Thank you so much uh, for being on with us And because we know that God is Alpha and Omega He's the beginning and the end We started with him And, and we're going to finish with this In Matthew the 15th chapter It talks about how the scribes and the Pharisees Better known as the hypocrites Came to Jesus about the elders Not washing their hands before they ate And it goes on to say That Jesus said to them Hear and understand Not that which goeth into the mouth Defileth a man But that which cometh out of the mouth then defileth a man And then he went on to say That do ye not understand Whatsoever entereth its in mouth Goes into the belly And is cast out into the drought But those things which proceed Out of the mouth Come forth from the heart And they defile the man From out of the heart Proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, theft, false witness, and blasphemy. They are the things which defile a man. Fathers, and this is Rodney, not Jesus. Fathers, don't let your daughters walk around loveless because you can't get along with their mother or because you want to run the street. Mothers, don't let your sons walk around insecure because there's no father in the home. Love your children. Teach them to be decent human beings. Teach them the blessings of sex. Teach them the power of intimacy. If they love themselves, they will love others and only accept love in return. We thank you all so much for being with us this Monday night on the Butterfly Evolution Show. We hope that you'll join us again next Monday, same time, same station. Good night, everyone. Good night, good night, good night, brother.
7: Time.